Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zeno. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zeno. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zeno coming to you live from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great day to be alive in these United States of America. And once again, today, we are going to bring the heat again. The whole goal of this show, folks, is to arm you with information you can actually use and give you plenty of meat on the bone to chew on each and every week that we're on the air. I'm excited this week to continue part four of our series on smart retirement planning. And once again today, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and only Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how you doing today? Doing great, Mike. How's it going so far this weekend? Man, loving life, you know, had uh, had the opportunity to have a good Labor Day week this past week. It was awesome. Uh, took a little bit of time, not too much, because what I find is that when when federal holidays come about, there are a lot of people that are off and on their off days. They want to talk about, you know, how to not run out of income and, and retirement money. <laughs> In, in their golden years. So we had a lot of appointments this week as well. There you go. Keeping it busy. And it's like, it's one of those, you know, those holiday weeks where the holidays on a Monday, you got to cram everything into four days and you're sort of, you know, you've had the long weekend the week, the, the week before, but then at the end of that four day week, you're kind of worn out. You know, that's, I'm, I've been feeling that. <laughs> yeah. Cause what happens is like you said, you're trying to condense five days into four and, and those four days become at least 10 hour days in a lot of instances. And, you know, people ask me, Mike, how are you always such in a good mood? I'm like, what do you mean? Um, they're like, you're always such in a good mood. I'm like, well, I don't watch the news, number one, and I love what I do. And I said, all you got to do is work half days. And they kind of look at me funny. I said, it doesn't matter whether it's the first 12 hours or the second 12 hours, right? Just work <laughs> half days. And they get a good chuckle out of that one. <laughs> there there you go. I, I love that. I've sort of lived by that, uh, as, as a matter of fact. Uh, but uh, I'm glad that you're having a great weekend. I'm having a great one as well, trying to, you know, rest, recoup, relax a little bit. Um, but also, of course, the reason that you are here, Mike, is to help our listeners uh, make their lives better. And, and especially when it comes to finances and preparing for retirement. Yes, yes. I mean, there's nothing that I like more than seeing that light bulb go off in people's eyes when they understand and they finally get why I'm recommending what I'm recommending and, and, and they have belief in their plan and they, they're excited to attack it. I mean, they're, they're, like I've said before, there are things that I enjoy and there are things that give me joy. I haven't worked a day in the last dozen years uh, just because this is my passion. It's what I do. I hope that comes across on the airwaves and, uh, you know, everybody that's out there, you know, like without you, we don't exist. So, you know, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Folks, we, we absolutely love, uh, hearing from our listeners as well. We love, we love the fact that you are listening, um, because as, as Mike said, without you, we're not here. So that, uh, that means a lot to us that you're taking time out of your weekend to join the show. Um, you can also folks, if you want to go online, money matters with Mike.com is the website. It's money matters with Mike.com. A lot of great info there about the show, about Mike Zeno himself. And, uh, 
uh, you can also use the website to reach out to Mike uh, for a free consultation. We'll have a lot more on that coming up a little bit later on in the show. Um, you can also give Mike a call directly to Mike Zeno's very phone that rings right in his pocket. 704-560-1573-704-560-1573. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, folks. Uh, do that if if you uh, want to just, you know, listen to us whenever you want. It's kind of an on-demand sort of a thing, right? And, and when I say wherever you listen to podcasts, I mean it because it's Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, it's iHeart, it's all the biggies. Uh, just go there, search Money Matters with Mike subscribe, leave us a rating. Hey, send us a message too. We, as I say, love hearing from you as well. Well, Mike, a lot of great stuff uh, happening on the show today. As you uh, sort of previewed earlier, we're continuing talking about the smart retirement plan, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we talked about several things in the last uh, three episodes, you know, so if you haven't had a chance to, to listen to any of those, go back and listen to the podcast or go to moneymatterswithmike.com just to kind of refresh and catch up uh, to date as far as everything that we've talked about so far. But yeah, this is uh, part four of the series. So definitely excited about it. Yeah. And we and we sort of left off a little bit uh, of, a, of a teaser last week when we were mm-hmm. talking about smart income, um, because, you know, the clock uh, just sort of ran out for us at the end of the show. And so we didn't get to cover everything that we wanted to cover. Uh, so we're going to continue the smart income discussion this week. Um, and then we're going to talk about smart review. That's, a, it's, you know, taking an in-depth look at your uh, particular situation, your, your your finances. And of course, we'll get, um, you know, more about that uh, coming up later on in the show. And uh, we've got some other fun stuff as well. So stick around until the very, very end, folks, because you don't want to miss one single minute. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. And this week's words of wisdom come from Jim Rohn, and it's a, it's a good one, I, I think, anyway. Time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. And boy, mm. the older I get, the more true that becomes. <laughs> you know, it's it's something that you, you can't get more of it. And, and I, I, I'll share an, an experience, a personal experience. It was... Uh, October of 2019 and I wasn't feeling well and I'm like man what is going on and went into the doctor and it turns out I was in end stage renal failure my kidneys were failing and they told me that I would need a kidney transplant and you want to talk about being hit in the head with a brick mm. kind of like holy cow kind of moment right um and so we started running a bunch of tests on, I had 17 people that were willing to uh, donate a kidney. They started testing my wife and, you know, God was involved 31 years ago when we got together because they never had to test anybody else. And I went in for uh, a kidney transplant with my wife as the donor on December 17th. And a week later on, on Christmas Eve, got to come home and we were on the news that that night, you know, as a Christmas miracle. And I just think it's a miracle in general. And wow, the power of the human body. But ask anybody that has had any type of health scare, whether it's a heart attack, uh, a stroke, heck, whether you were in a, a pretty severe car accident, you know, how it makes you think a little bit differently and how things could have turned out 
much, much differently. I, there's a, a great possibility that I wouldn't you know, have been here talking to you today if I wasn't able to find that donor. And, and so you cannot get time back. And so it's very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, if I, I was thinking about this earlier when I was, um, you know, just thinking on this quote a little bit. And I thought, you know, if I had, if I was able to get all the time back that I spent just worrying about stuff that didn't need to be worried about. Oh, right. I'd have years, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, sure. the world I doesn't mean, they work say that 90% way. of what you worry about never happens. So if you can yeah. just concentrate all your efforts on the 10% that, that is going to happen and hit it head on, 90% of the stuff you worry about doesn't happen. So why worry? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, Alfred E. Newman there on uh, Mad Magazine. What, me worry? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's at least at least 90% of the time that needs to be our attitude because that's, yep. uh, like you say, there's so much going on in, in life that's not really going on. It's in our, it's Don't in our worry, heads. Don't worry, be happy. Yeah. I love, yeah, see, that, that needs to be our theme song. I love it. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. I always like to give people some something they can chew on, right? Something they can take with them that week and, and really try to see how it might uh, improve their own financial situation. And so when we're talking about time, two things came to mind. Number one, the time value of money. And then number two, opportunity cost. And so what is the time value of money? It's the concept that the money that you have in your pocket right now is actually worth more than the same amount of money would be worth in the future simply because it can be invested to make you more money. So if a saver deposits $100 into a savings account and that pays 5% interest, what's it going to be worth in five years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, right? And so an investor buys a stock for $25 and then sells it in three years from now for $45, what was the rate of return? So another way to look at it, Matt, let's say that uh, you go to the convenience store and you buy a scratch off lottery ticket and you win $100,000. You'd be pretty excited, right? That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the cashier gives you an option, says, hey, I can give you $100,000 today. Or if you would rather, Matt, Okay, I can give you $100 a month for the next 1,000 months. Which would you take? Oh, that. Mm, excluding any any tax ramifications, which do you think is okay. the better option? Now, see, that's that's the thing. I got to I got to thinking about the taxes. See, I mean, I would just be like, give me my hundred thousand dollars right now. The time value of money tells us that you know, give me my money, take that lump sum. That first option um, is best because you're getting that money right now. It allows you the opportunity to put that money to work and start growing it by earning interest. Uh, that and the fact that one thousand months is 83.3 <laughs> years and who wants to wait that long okay <laughs> on, on the flip side any money that you have that is not invested is going to lose money over time just think about what you could buy for twenty dollars when you were a child compared to what that same $20 would buy you today. And this is because inflation and loss of potential earnings erodes the value of your dollars. If you keep your money under your mattress for 10 years, all right, yes, you're going to have that same physical paper dollar amount, right? 
but it's going to be worth a lot less because of inflation. But then also you're going to be missing out on the interest that it can earn when it's invested. And that is called opportunity cost. In terms of the use of money, that is the benefit given up, okay, by using that money in any specific way. For an example, if I spend $100 instead of saving it in an account that pays at least 5% interest, I'm giving up the interest that I would have earned in the account by spending it instead of saving it. And if I would have saved it or invested it, then I give up the benefit of whatever it was that I spent the money on. So you have to consider which is more important to you. And then in addition to your opportunity cost, there's also inflation gradually eating away at the value and the purchasing power. And this is why longer term investment vehicles tend to have higher interest rates uh, and shorter terms have lower interest rates. And also on the flip side of that, why you would pay a lower interest rate for a 15 year mortgage than you do for a 30-year mortgage. It all has to do with the time value of money and what that money has the potential to earn or save depending on which way you choose to go. Yeah. Well, that, and that's very interesting because, you know, I don't think that necessarily a lot of people might frame that that way or think about it that way. And it's a, it's a very powerful way, I think, to to think about your money and your spending habits in particular, you know, when you're, when you're talking about, okay, I've, I just like that, the illustration about the scratch off ticket really is what sort of made it hit home for me. It's like, okay, that would be like a dream come true, but between those two options, okay. You know, if you're a lot of times, cause we do a lot of talking about taxes, that's immediately where my brain went. But I'm like, <laughs> if you're just going to give me the hundred thousand dollars and I, you know, aside of any tax ramifications at all, yeah, you, give you me the hundred thousand. Yeah. And then I can, as you say, put that money to work through a, whatever vehicle I wanted to do it uh, and, and be better off in the end. And if that's going to be my, my priority, but like you said, it's all about your, what your priorities are as well. Yeah. You have to ask yourself, I think a, a really good way, a, a good question to ask yourself is, is what I'm spending my money on going to matter to me in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years. And if the answer is probably not, then you might be better off investing that money. Yeah. I think that's absolutely profound uh, to, to say that and to think about that that way, because, oh, the, if I like, like I was saying earlier, you know, if I got all the time back that I spent worrying about stuff that didn't need to be worried about, if I got all the money back from spending it on stuff that didn't need to be spent on, Preach. <laughs> I would be like the, the cartoon of, you know, Scrooge McDuck when he like jumps into the pile of money and swims around in it like that. Well, oh, I feel yeah. like that would be me because there's just so much stuff that I didn't and need to spend money on. We're all guilty of it. I mean, all of us, I'm, myself included. It, it wasn't until probably, I don't know, a, a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago that I really started asking myself this. And the reason is, is, is an older gentleman asked me the same question. He said, you know, think about what that money could do for you if it if you just got a 5% return. And is what you're spending it on going to matter to you in five years, 10 years, 15 years? And I, and I thought it was absolutely profound. I was That was like a, a whoa moment for me. And, you know, most of the time, no, it's not. And, and so I find myself saving that money. Now, I'm also not saying, hey, save every single penny that you earn, right? People need to enjoy life. 
but enjoy life to a certain extent. Make sure, making sure that your future is is taken care of. Because although we're never guaranteed tomorrow, it would stink to run into tomorrow and be broke and not have anything to to pay for it. Right? When every day is a Saturday, how are you going to pay? for what you want to do in retirement. And that's that's the whole point of the show, Matt, is just to help educate people, raise the, the financial awareness level, because in America, our financial education system is broken. And I think that the more people listen to our show and share our show with other folks that could use uh, financial education, even at the most basic and fundamental level, a rising tide lifts all boats. 100%. And folks, if you want to share the show with your friends, your family, uh, your acquaintances, um, anybody else that's out there, go to moneymatterswithmike.com. Give them that web address. That's uh, probably the easiest place to, to find all of the episodes of the show. You find information about the show, information about uh, Mike Zeno, and also um, you can you know g- get in contact with Mike as well. You can also give him a call, 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Well, we uh, talked about at the beginning of the show, Mike, that we are going to continue our Smart Retirement Plan series today, and yes. that's just what we're going to do. Um, yeah, we were talking a little bit last week about smart income, right? And and the way that we started off the discussion was, I think, what a lot of people uh, think, and actually the numbers bear this out. We talked about a, a study um, that was done uh, about uh, what people expected from mm-hmm. Social Security. And it was, according to the NHP Foundation, um, 62% of people in the baby boomer generation believe that Social Security will provide at least half of their income during retirement. Um, so that was our the, the beginning of our discussion about income in retirement, because a lot of people just think that it's going to be primarily Social Security. But mm-hmm. really and truly, when you look at the numbers... Yeah, it's it's obviously a lifeline for so many people. It helps so much, but it is just not really going to be enough for folks to maintain their standard of living most of the time. No, I, I agree with you, Matt. And, and, and I can't say this enough. <laughs> the last statement that I received said that Social Security was only going to be able to meet 70 percent of its obligation by 2034. That is 11 years and what, four, three months away? I mean, that is insane to me. And so many people are counting on it. And so I like to count on it as, you know, gravy on the mashed potatoes. Let's let's concentrate on the meat and potatoes. Okay. That's why we call the meat on the bone segments. And if we get social security, hey, great. That's the gravy. Okay. It just kind of makes everything um, taste a little bit better, but Something's going to have to change because they can't keep on with the program in the same form that it's currently in if they expect the largest generation in the history of our country not to deplete it. Yeah, and that's that's so true because you know, you look at the you look at the numbers and the you know the baby boomer gener- generation is huge and mm-hmm. is, you know, in the process of retiring day in and day out right now. And the number of people paying into the system isn't enough to keep up with that. And so mm-hmm. that you're right. Something is going to have to change. Um, but my, I guess my, that leads me to sort of my question here is that what can we do as, as just normal everyday people 
um, to sort of fight that battle ourselves and plan for our own future with that in mind, being prepared just in case that is the thing that that ha- is is going to eventually happen and and you know it's not going to be able to pay out all the benefits in 11 12 years um what what do we do like what do we do as individuals yeah i mean there are lots of things we can do it's never a bad idea to save for retirement i don't know how many times i've said that <laughs> and and but too many people think that retirement is about building this one big nest egg number i remember years ago i forget, i can't remember which uh financial wirehouse it was, may have been Fidelity, I think, that had everybody walking around and everybody's walking around with these big numbers over their head and, you know, changing. And they they thought it was about just reaching that number. Well, it's not about one big number. It, It is about the income. And so you need to have a plan to replace that income to be able to fund each of your monthly expenses. Now, hopefully you have taking, uh, taken some planning, uh, and, and some steps so that you're minimizing your debt load from car payments, from credit card debt, from mortgages. And the, in, in a perfect world scenario, you're going into retirement with little to no debt. But once you're in retirement, you have to keep in mind some of that income that's coming in, those sources are taxable, right? If you're in a 401k, a 403b, um, a, a 457, a, a thrift savings plan, if you're a federal employee, if, if you weren't participating on the Roth side of those types of accounts, when you go to take that money out in retirement, you have to pay Uncle Sam. And so whatever that big number is in those pre-tax accounts, that number is not all your money. And that's the aha moment that most people have when I say, all right, great, you got a million dollars. Great, you got $2 million. Well, let's just cut that by about 40% because that's about how much Uncle Sam is going to take on the gross amount. And that's if taxes don't go up. And I ask people, do you think taxes are going up or down in the future? Matt, I've never had anyone tell me they think they're going down. So it's like, okay, we need to have a plan to combat um your monthly expenses and to allow you to live comfortably, maybe not extravagantly, but comfortably in retirement. Yeah. And, and the thing that I, my mind sort of goes back to when you're thinking about a retirement income gap, you know, and, and having, um, more it's the illustration that you, that, that you brought up a few weeks back when we were having a similar discussion was talking about, do you have more month than money or more money than month? And, And the goal in retirement and always should be to have more money than month. Yeah. And so, you know, what is a retirement income gap? And that's think about your core expenses. We're talking about your food, your clothing, your shelter, uh, your health care, your taxes. Okay, And then other types of discretionary expenses. So do you want to go out to eat when you're retired? Do you want to occasionally take in a movie or a concert or a play? Um, Those are wants. Right. The first things that I mentioned were needs. The second things that I mentioned were wants. And so You got to also look at what your guaranteed income sources are. So if you're lucky enough to have a pension, if you work for a company that offers you a pension, um, if you didn't have a pension and you're responsible for creating your own pension, whether that was by virtue of contributing to a 401k or any type of employer sponsored plan, um, plus then you're also going to have social security. Well, if your cost of the wants and needs in your life are more 
than what you're going to bring home on a guaranteed level. The difference in there is your in, uh, your retirement income gap. And so, you know, we talked about how Social Security alone is, is, is not going to be enough and that the average monthly benefit last week when we talked about this was less than $1,550. That's mm-hmm. the average. The maximum monthly that you can get to is a little under twenty four hundred dollars. And if you wait and delay it all the way up until age 70, the most you can get is just under forty two hundred dollars. So, I mean, people are think, well, I could live off forty two hundred dollars. Good for you if you can. That means you've done a great job planning for retirement. But there are a lot of people that I know that once you throw in those those wants in there, like the going out to eat, like the entertainment and stuff, the playing golf and the playing tennis, those things cost money. And so you need to make sure that you have a plan in place to help you fill that retirement income gap. Yeah. And if there's one thing I think that we've learned, of course, over the past especially the past year plus now, um, is that part of the planning, you know, because, and, and this is what got me thinking of this, that same study that I talked about a minute ago, mm-hmm. uh, the NHP study said 76% of retirees say that income stability is a, is a top concern of theirs during retirement. And, sure. and I got thinking, okay, well, what is, what is stability? Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that it stays the same all the time. That means that there is a plan in place where when inflation goes up, like it has over the past year, year and a half, uh, maybe a little bit more than that now, um, and it just you know skyrockets, the, the, the unknown thing happens. Um, be, there's there's some preparation for that so that it you know can adjust and you have stability because you've you've planned, not necessarily because everything stays the same. <laughs> Right. I mean, and, and so a few things that you can do to help kind of fill that retirement income gap if you've identified the fact that you're going to have one. Um, number one, make sure that you're saving money during your high earning years. So most people right before they retire, that's the most money that they've ever made in their entirety of their working lives. And so I've said it before on this show and a hundred times before on other shows, if not a thousand times, it is never a bad idea to save for retirement. So maybe it's taking uh, home a hundred bucks less a pay period and putting that toward your retirement savings. Maybe it's five hundred dollars less a pay period or somewhere in between. But review your monthly expenses. Make sure that you don't have any just ridiculous payments that you don't need to be carrying with you into retirement. Um, you might consider delaying Social Security, especially if you're still working. All right. If you're still working and you don't need to take Social Security, then every year you delay past age 62, you're going to get a roughly 8% compound return. And that definitely adds up. And I think that once you encounter areas or years of high inflation, like you said, and we have been experiencing over the last year, year and a half or so, you really need to review your investment and your withdrawal strategy. Okay, You might not be able to take money out if inflation is eroding at the value of your money. And so a great way to combat that is to consider, just consider investing in annuities that establish an income stream, a guaranteed lifetime income stream that you can never outlive. And 
Today's annuities are not the annuities of yesterday, okay? They're not your grandfather's annuities. These have zero fees, zero fee income riders, and you can guarantee a lifetime of income. And even when you pass away, that money doesn't go to the insurance company like it used to in a lot of cases. It'll go to your named beneficiaries. So I just think that that having a plan in place to address these types of retirement income gaps that people may potentially be facing, it's just smart, right? We're talking about smart income planning, smart retirement planning. You got to be smart with your money. Yeah. And and that's, um, you know, one thing that just sort of popped into my mind when you were talking about annuities there is that, you know, I think a lot of people think that when they're planning for the future, it can it's sort of an either or situation there. Um, you know, either planning for themselves in their retirement or they're planning for, okay, what's going to happen after I'm gone. But with uh, an annuity, you know, as part of your strategy, like you were saying, that's something where you can kind of take care of both in one in one fell swoop there because you're planning for your own retirement and then that gets um, passed along to a beneficiary that you name. So then it's also looking after your um, your family, your loved ones. Right. It, it's just it, it's it's something to be able to leave a legacy. Yeah. You know, do you do you want to leave people with burden and debt? Or do you want to leave people with, you know, a lump sum of money because you thought and you properly planned out what was going to happen to address the what ifs in life? Yeah. And knowing, I think, and and, and as someone who, you know, is a, a dad who recently passed away, knowing that they have planned for the future, knowing that they cared enough for you uh, to do that means a whole heck of a lot to loved ones. And so, you know, having that plan in place, I think really super, super important um, for everybody's peace of mind. Absolutely. And, and and I'll use me again as a, as a personal example. When my wife was going to be my donor and I was going to be the recipient for a major organ transplant, do you not think we didn't meet with our attorneys and our tax people and make sure that we had every I dotted, every T crossed. We knew where accounts were. Heck, our kids knew where our accounts were. They knew how to get into every single account, passwords, all that stuff, right? And then we also had our will and our trust and our healthcare power of attorney and our medical directives. Everything was buttoned up because there was a possibility and no guarantee that you know we both were coming out of that on the other side. And yeah. so it just it's better to be prepared than not, right? Better to have it than not need it than need it and not have it. And that goes with just about anything in life. Yeah, 100%. And, and and that's the thing I think people sometimes just as human beings in general, we don't like to necessarily think about the unthinkable, right? We don't we don't no. like to think of it. it it's it's morbid, it's scary, it's all of these things. But it also shows your family, your loved ones, how much you care for them. It's it's a huge sign of of affection that you take the opportunity and the initiative to do it. Yeah, I think I think affection, I think respect, right? Yeah. You respect them enough to not have to lay that at their feet, right? And this yeah. is something that you can take on yourself and not just just hurl on them unexpectedly. Think of the anxiety that creates, right? If that's ever happened to you, if if you've had a loved one pass away and there wasn't something in place everything that you had to do wouldn't it be great if the people that you're going to leave your estate to and I'm not I don't care if your estate's a thousand dollars or a hundred million dollars right if if all the questions were already answered for them 
that's a big gift that you give those people for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I just one more quick illustration here because it's just popped in my mind. A, a co- coworker of mine a couple of years ago said, um, was like, oh, I, I've got to be off work this day and I've got to be off work that day. And I'm like, well, you got a lot of time off. Is there anything going on? Are you okay? And it was, they they were going to, to court to um, get, try and get things in the estate of a loved one who passed away settled. And, you know, they, they of course passed, passed away without a will, without any, you know, pre-planning that had been done, without, uh, you know, named beneficiaries and, and th- certain things. And so it was just a big mess Everything was caught up in probate. Yeah. And, you know, not only is it caught up in probate, which takes time, energy, it also takes money. All right. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep roughly 3% because the courts don't work for free. So. <laughs> they, you mean they don't? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so, again, people, wake up, man. Start taking charge of your financial future and your financial future beyond your financial future. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all so important. And um, of course, Mike Zeno can help you with it, folks. It's 704-560-1573. That's his direct number. Ring, rings right to him. 704-560-1573. Moneymatterswithmike.com is the website. Well, you know, we've so that pretty much covers uh, our, our topics on the smart income portion of the smart retirement plan. Um, so let's now take a look at smart review. We actually mentioned this a couple of minutes ago. You, you did, Mike, about, uh, you know, reviewing your investment strategy, reviewing your withdrawal strategy as well. So, so talk about, as a, as a concept, smart review and what people should have in mind when reviewing their financial situation. Absolutely, Matt. There are a lot of people out there who I call ostriches. All right. When any sign of of uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Any any sign of instability or instability or volatility shows they run and they stick their head in the sand and they hope and pray that it'll go away. And that's just not smart. Okay. The, The smart thing to do is to review the performance of your investments you know, on a quarterly basis, uh, on a semi-annual basis, at a minimum on an annual basis, just to ensure that you're staying on the right track in order to meet your goals. Because just because you have a plan in place does not mean that that plan is final, okay? If you need to adjust, if you need to adapt, improvise, overcome, as we said in the, in the military, um, then you're going to need to become more fluid. We all need to retire someday. So that's why we want to help each other retire better. And, and, you know, my commander in chief when I served in the United States Army was President Ronald Reagan. And his, you know, his quote that that he used to say is trust, but verify. Okay, (laughs) trust, but verify. So you want to make sure that whatever plan you're currently on, that you are reviewing that plan. And so. Anytime somebody comes in and and, and meets with me personally, we're going to do a a 15 minute discovery call at first. But once we figure out that we're a right fit for each other, we're going to really do a deep dive in a full retirement plan consultation. And that's providing comprehensive consultations at absolutely no cost to our listeners. There's also no obligation whatsoever. You're only going to work with us if it's in your best uh, interest, if it's a good feel for you. Okay. But what we're going to do is help you analyze your current financial situation. 
We will look at everything that you have. We'll try to discover exactly how much that you're paying in fees. We'll help you cut unnecessary costs in any of the IRAs that you have, uh, 401ks that you have, or any other retirement savings account. We'll discuss um, how much and closely examine uh, any annuities that you may currently have, right? And we can also help you with social security planning, with Medicare planning. Bottom line is that we compare your current situation to what's possible if you choose to work with us. So markets have been volatile this year, haven't they, Matt? Oh, yes, they have. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about it's been up. It's touched bear market territory, more than 20% drop. If your advisor is kind of sticking his head in the sand and not reaching out to you to, to you know make sure that there are no changes that need to ha happen, um, you need to get a second set of eyes on your plan. And if you want to do that, just call me, 704 560-1573. Again, 704-560-1573 or go to moneymatterswithmike.com. We want to help you reach your financial freedom. And, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we've been talking a lot about um, health issues and things like that because you've been talking about your own particular situation. But, it, you know, it's like I compare your financial health to your physical health in a lot of ways, because if you've got, um, you know, something major that's going on and, and preparing for retirement is something major. Right. Um, but it's, say if you have a big health issue or health scare, a lot of times you'll want to get a second opinion. So Absolutely. why not do the same thing with your finances, you know? Yeah, so I had a really, really good friend of mine. He went to four doctors. He was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and they all wanted to have him go immediately into chemo and radiation. And there was one doctor that he hadn't gone to see, and that was at the Moffitt Center in, in uh, Tampa, Florida. And that Tampa guy, that doctor had said something, said, absolutely not. We need to start you on this special kind of immunotherapy. And he did that in 102 days later. They did some tests on him. He was absolutely 100% cancer-free in remission. And it's like, wow, had he not gone and got a second, third, fourth, and then fifth opinion, okay, um, he would not be – He chances are he, he would be in a much different situation than he is currently. Yeah. And, again, that's why it's important. Now, am I telling you to get five different you know financial opinions? No, that's not necessary. But if your advisor, again, is sticking his head or her head in the sand and isn't reaching out to you to be proactive instead of reactive, I think that's the biggest key right there, being proactive instead of reactive, um, then it might be time to get a second set of eyes on your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can't uh, predict the future. You don't know necessarily what is coming around the corner. And so you got to be prepared for whatever lies ahead. It's time for this week's Problem Solver. Ah, yes, the drama and the suspense has now built to our problem solver segments. It's uh, actually my favorite time of the show because I get to present a problem and Mike Zeno gets to solve it. So there we go. My job's easy. You're, you're the one with a hard uh, job here, Mike. Um, it's not hard. <laughs> but so here we go. And, and this is the thing. I am going to present a problem that's not one that I created, but it's one that's actually, it's, it's a real problem that someone's having. Um, and so I'm going to sort of lay things out here, Mike. And then I will ask for the solution. So, so here's the problem. And the, fir the first part of this is a good, is a problem I'd like to have. Uh, <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> right. 
this is a, a particular client, uh, a lady who is inheriting $2.2 million. So that's the good kind of problem that you want to have. Not right? too shabby. Figure <laughs> out what to do with it. I, I was going to say uh, my, my solution to that problem is, hey, she can send it to me. Um, but I doubt very seriously she will do that. Uh, so we're going to go for a real uh, solution to her problem. So she's inheriting $2.2 million. Um, the client and her husband actually generate about $180,000 in annual household income. They have two kids. So that's kind of the basic groundwork that we're working with here. So yeah. here is kind of the issue. Um, she, the, the wife, wants to retire early. She part to, works part time and and makes about thirty thousand dollars a year, right? So of that one one eighty, thirty thousand is her portion that she brings in. So she okay. wants to replace that and retire early. Um, she's very concerned about the market volatility that we, we were just talking about here a minute ago. That might have uh, some some advisors out there burying their head in the sand. Um, they actually have lost almost a quarter of their uh, the value of their investments in the market this year, which is just just wild. And mm. they um, also want to reduce the fees that they're paying to manage their assets. So they, they want to get a hold of the fees. They want to uh, have some safe uh, place to put the, this money and replace that $30,000 a year in income when she retires early. So what's the what's the solution there, you think? Matt, I think that this is actually a fairly easy solution because they came into $2.2 million, right? And, and the fact that I guess the husband was making $150,000 at his job, she was making $30,000 at her job. She wants to you know, stay at home with the kids. Like, I get that. Um, this client, and, and, and another thing I love about our problem solver segment is that we actually use real clients. We just leave the names out to protect the innocent. No, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> this client is actually taking about a third of her assets, and she's taking those and putting them into a fixed indexed annuity that will not only protect her principal because it cannot lose value, and that's a contractual guarantee. So that addresses that safety portion. Uh, with a third of her assets. This fixed indexed annuity also has a free guaranteed lifetime income rider that will allow her to receive an income payment for life starting in the 13th month. So starting in year two without any additional charges. Okay. The value of that annuity is expected to grow over time because it's tied to a market linked index, which means um, if you're in, I think we had this one in, in the S&P 500, which is our common stock market. There are multiple other indices to choose from, but as that index grows, then you're going to get a, a percentage of that growth. And then when, if, and when it goes down, there's nothing. She flatlines, zero becomes her hero. So, you know, they're not going to be paying any unnecessary fees anymore because we've replaced the underperforming bonds in her, or her portfolio with this fixed indexed annuity. And they're also saving more than a half of a percentage point, all right, a half of a percent on advisory fees. So these adjustments are going to allow her to not only retire and keep cracking the whip and making her husband work, but she's going to be able to enjoy playing tennis while her spouse continues to bring home the bacon to the tune of $150,000 a year. And so one thing that our clients absolutely need is one check, at least one check that is guaranteed 
for the rest of their lives. And we take that very seriously. So by being able to protect and grow your money by investing it into an annuity that has a 100% reserve requirement, a lot of people are like, huh, what does that mean? Well, you know how, Matt, when you invest money into a bank, they only have a $250,000 guarantee. It's guaranteed through the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Commission. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have all those the, those signs on the bank doors and, and up the tellers that say that. <laughs> you, you see it all the time. And yeah. people think, wow, that's awesome, $250,000. Well, these annuity companies that have these products, they have a 100% reserve requirement. So if you have a million dollars, $5 million, whatever your number is, $400,000 in these annuities, they're protected 100% of the time. So this one was actually a pretty easy one because given the fact that they you know, have the money in the market, yes, they've lost, but by taking a third of their assets and moving it over to the fixed index annuity that allows them guaranteed growth with downside protection, they're actually able to stay invested in the market to allow that to rebound. And I always tell them, hey, you know what you're doing, right? You're buying shares that are on sale so that when it does come back, you're actually going to rebound that much faster. So, you know, annuities aren't right in most instances for 100 percent of your portfolio. Uh, and I say in most instances, in some instances, they absolutely are right for 100 percent of your portfolio. But in most instances, especially with those that have deeper pockets, we just want to decide how much of your assets you want to protect. And then that's the amount that we replace with a fixed indexed annuity. Yeah. And, and you know, the, obviously this is um, a client who, as you say, safety of that money and protection of the principal is is very important. It just made me think of this illustration that I think maybe several weeks ago we, we shared that, um, you know, let's say you have $100,000 in the stock market and it loses 50%. Well, you got $50,000. Mm-hmm. And then you think, okay, then if the market goes back up 50%, you think, in in your brain, you might be like, oh, good, I, I got my 50% back. No, you got 50% of that 50,000. So you don't have your 100,000 back, you got 75,000. And That's so right. it's, it's um, you know, having that protection of, you know, zero being your hero um, is, is just really, really, uh, to a client like this in particular, this particular situation, I think it means a whole heck of a lot. It, it does, because again, if you lose 50%, you got to gain 100% just to get back to even. And as a, as a country, Americans have a very short memory. Okay. 2008 wasn't that long ago, and the markets dropped up to what, 52, 53%? Yeah. Okay. Um, we, we've had, and then we got lulled into la la land, as I like to call it, in the longest bull run in the history of the market. I mean, a monkey could have made money from 2010 to 2020. You don't judge a captain in calm seas. You want to see how they perform and what they do for you when the waters are tumultuous and churning and big waves that are rocking the boat, so to speak. That's the beauty of the fixed indexed annuity. You're going to get a reasonable rate of return with absolutely no downside, um, you know, no downside to it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And, and and like you say, it's it's not just because people pay attention, I think, a lot of the time to, as you, you mentioned, the S&P 500 uh, a, a few minutes ago, and that's one of the um, 
indexes that uh, is commonly tied to an annuity. But as you alluded to as well, there are several others. Um, there is uh, there is one uh, that's based on like artificial intelligence and and basically like uh, looking at some you know algorithm that's way out of my uh, ability to compute but um basically sort of you know adjust, making adjustments to the investment uh, or, or or to the um to that particular uh listing that have um correlation to what the markets are doing and or trying to outperform what the markets are doing most ideally and so, you know, you could end up with something that's tied to something that's going to perform better than the markets do when the markets go up. It just depends on which product you choose. And that all, of course, goes down to finding the right person to work with and and yeah. all of that. Yeah. And, and and I don't look at the, you know, the best 10 years that, you know, that any of these products that have. I, I like to look at the worst 10 years, because if you're OK with the worst 10 years, then and if it performs any better than that, you're like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we have products that the worst 10 years are seven to nine percent. And that is really, really strong when you consider the alternative in this particular situation where they'd already lost 24 percent year to date. So uh, strong right there. Strong. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I got to throw this in there. Past performance is not indicative of future results, right? So, but hey, if you're okay with the worst it's done and the worst it can do is zero, you're going to be a, a golden candidate for this type of product to make sure that uh, at least a portion of your retirement nest egg is bulletproof from a safety standpoint. Here's the cost cutter of the week. So this week we've got a bit of a cost cutter for you. You know, we, we talk about inflation a lot because it's a it's a thing <laughs> that that happens and is really happening right now. Um, but uh, we like to share with you out there in listener land, folks, uh, some tips on how to survive these these times. And you know, one thing that I I've kind of always loved, even though I'm not you know, of retirement age, at least not yet. I'm getting, I'm getting there in a few years, but I give me a good early bird special. You know, I, I used to be a night owl, but after having to get up early and I mean long before the crack of dawn for work for several years, I've just gotten so used to going to bed early. I'm like about to pass out at like nine o'clock. <laughs> so I love a good early bird special. But uh, so the, the early bird specials that seniors love are actually one of those things that are going up in price because of inflation. They're getting more expensive. Uh, you know, yeah. restaurants, obviously not in the business of uh, giving food away. They got to stay in business. They got to make some money here. So, you know, if there's an early bird special to be had for, for like, say, 12 bucks, and this is according to some uh, information out of The Motley Fool, by the way, it costs the kitchen about $4, chances are, to whip it up. So you're paying 12, but only cost them four. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, one of the ways that people could really cut their costs is to cut back on dining out, even if it's one of those early bird specials where you think you're getting a great price. It might not necessarily be that way. No, I, I agree. And, 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 and I resemble the remark that you made about liking the early bird <laughs> special. Heck, my wife and I, we, again, we've been together 31 years and we used to go out to eat. It was date night. I have dated my wife every Friday for 31 years and, and, and we're going strong that that has not and will not end anytime soon, except we kind of joke about it now that it's no longer date night. It's date afternoon. It's 4.30 on a Friday, and she's ready to roll out the door <laughs> so that we can be at the restaurant as soon as they open up at 5 o'clock. 
But in retirement, all right, if you're retired, that means theoretically you have more time on your hands to cook. And if you're not somebody who is great at cooking, well, then involve your spouse. Because when you're both retired, that might be something that you can do together and start experimenting with recipes and getting creative in the kitchen. It could not only save you money, but it could also give you something to do with your time and a bonding exercise for you and your spouse so that you end up spending less on leisure. Break out those old family recipes and give them a try. Yeah, absolutely. And and that it's it's fun. Like I, I actually like cooking and I, I like being in the kitchen and and uh, creating things. You know, that's that's sort of what I like to do. It's one of the same reasons I strangely like doing yard work. It's because I like seeing the progress. You know, I, I like it gives me satisfaction when it's done. Sense of accomplishment. Exactly. And, yep, and Saturday is the is the the first real day of, of football. Um, I know some some you know North Carolina fans may may disagree with me because their team started last week, but my team kicks off on 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 Saturday, and so I just had a smoker delivered, and and I'm gonna learn how to smoke meat. I've never been a smoker before. I've been a griller. You know, I've always grilled the meat, but this Saturday we're gonna fire up the smoker and 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 find out what what uh, what the yield is at the end of the day and I'm hoping I'm really hoping and praying that it's something that I'm going to want to continue to do because I'm looking forward to this for sure. uh, oh I love that that sounds that sounds great well and one thing I was going to say too is like you know the the other part of this could be and not to get on like a health kick or anything, but it could be like a health and, and wellness sort of a, a, a thing for you if you cook for yourself because somebody else yeah. is preparing the food. You don't necessarily know what's going into it. You prepare it yourself. You know exactly what you put into it. And if you are, you know, somebody who's trying to stay healthier or something like that, you can, you know, control each and everything that goes into these recipes and into that pot or the pan or the whatever and, uh, you know, really have a healthier life as you uh, are, you know, in your retirement years, which is, of course, very important. It's important anytime, but uh, really important then um, as well. Yeah, we've, we've mentioned that on um, prior episodes that it's really important to watch what you eat. And I'm actually uh, 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 taking my own advice. I've been very, very diligent about limiting the number of Oreos that I eat <laughs> and um, replacing them with, you know, the mini carrots or, you know, grabbing a handful of uh, cashews or almonds or something. And, and it's amazing. I've actually dropped 16 pounds in the last uh, two months or so just by being a little bit more aware of what is going into my body. And it's, I'm not exercising anymore, right? I'm walking, I'm just doing the things that I would normally do, but it's the watching what goes into your body because so many times, man, I just didn't care about what I ate and uh, I'd throw it down and, and, for so long, it, it didn't it didn't affect me. And then I think I, one of several weeks ago, I talked about the first time I felt my belly jiggle. <laughs> and that was uh, just a revelatory experience for me. And uh, I was like, whoa, something's got to change. Yeah, I, I'm you know, I'm right there with you. I uh, was just thinking about this. It's like, you know, if you if you go out to eat, it's going to make your your wallet shrink. Right. If you go out to yep. eat a lot, if you cook at home. Your, your wallet's going to stay nice and fat, but mm -hmm. you could shrink if you cook the right things. So there you go. Right, you could shrink. Right. It's either shrink your wallet or shrink your waistline. Um, it's like, which one would you rather have 
be the shrinking thing. And I'm, I'm, I would choose waistline myself. I would choose waistline too, Matt. I think that's a good choice, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Mike, just about uh, coming to the end of our time here together for another week of Money Matters with Mike. Uh, folks, I wanted to remind you, uh, moneymatterswithmike.com is the website, moneymatterswithmike.com. And of course, you can you know get a lot of great info about the show there, but uh, also about Mike Zeno. And you can reach out uh, for that free consultation that we've been talking about at the sort of in-depth dive into your finances and, and uh, you know, your particular situation, find out where you want to go and how you can get there. And as you plan for retirement, especially, and that uh, website, one more time, moneymatterswithmike.com, the phone number, which you can use to dial Mike Zeno directly, 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Well, Mike, it has been a lot of fun once again, sir. I appreciate it, and I look forward to doing it again. I look forward to doing this every week with you, Matt. People out there in listener land, thank you so much. Without you guys, we don't exist. Listen, I'm going to ask for a small commitment from you. If you find any value from this whatsoever, if you would just tell two people, I'm not asking you to tell the world, tell two people that you think could benefit from listening to the show, whether it's live every single weekend or whether it is via podcast anywhere you listen, that would mean the world to me. And it would probably mean the world to them and make a huge difference in their lives, especially if they're able to take anything that we preach about on these shows and staple it to their financial life in hopes of gaining some degree of financial freedom. People out there, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you again. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit moneymatterswithmike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. Amerilife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information. Social Security will get a big cost-of-living adjustment next year, but there could be some consequences you might not have considered. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. A new report by the Senior Citizens League says Social Security beneficiaries could see a cost-of-living adjustment, or COLA, as high as 10.1% next year. The reason? Inflation running at a 40-year high. This is a very, very unusual and unprecedented pattern uh, of inflation that we're experiencing. Mary Johnson with the nonprofit group told WFTS-TV that surveys show inflation has caused about half of Americans to spend their emergency savings and people are carrying more debt on their credit cards. 
So the highest jump in Social Security payments since 1981 would be a good thing, right? Well, Johnson says it's better than no increase, but there are some things to be aware of. In fact, you can get penalized. If you think your tax liability is going to be 10% more next year than you're paying now, you could be penalized if you don't send in estimated payments or have more money withheld. She told the TV station the increase would not be enough to cover a jump in Medicare Part B premiums, which are taken directly out of Social Security checks. And she says higher incomes mean some seniors could no longer be eligible for some other government benefits. And then a whole 15 percent were made ineligible because they were their incomes increased over the income limit for food stamps or rental subsidies or the programs um, in their area. So what should you do? Johnson says prepare now. Talk to a financial advisor to help you get ready ahead of time and contact local nonprofits if you need help paying bills. So are you prepared for the unintended consequences of a larger Social Security check? That's a key question to consider as inflation impacts all our lives. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure.